I'm only human after all And you're only human after all Don't put the blame on me Welcome to First Formation, a spiritual exercise for high church lowlifes looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join us every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 25, verses 1 through 9. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O oh my God, in, who, in you I trust. Do not let me be put to shame. Do not let my enemies exult over me. Do not let those who wait for you be put to shame. Let them be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all day long. Be mindful of your mercy, O Lord, and of your steadfast love, for they have been from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me for your goodness' sake, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. Ezekiel chapter 12, verses 17 through 28. The word of the Lord came to me. Mortal, eat your bread with quaking, and drink your water with trembling and with fearfulness, and say to the people of the land, Thus says the Lord God concerning the inhabitants of Jerusalem and the land of Israel. They shall eat their bread with fearfulness, and drink their water in dismay, because their land shall be stripped of all it contains, on account of the violence of all those who live in it. The inhabited cities shall be laid waste, and the land shall become a desolation and you shall know that I am the Lord. The word of the Lord came to me. Mortal, what is this proverb of yours about the land of Israel, which says, The days are prolonged and every vision comes to nothing? Tell them, therefore, thus says the Lord God, I'll put an end to this proverb, and they shall use it no more as a proverb in Israel. But say to them, The days are near in the fulfillment of every vision. For there shall no longer be any false vision or flattering divination within the house of Israel. But I, the Lord, will speak the word that I speak, and it will be fulfilled. It will no longer be delayed, but in your days, O rebellious house, I will speak the word and fulfill it, says the Lord God. The word of the Lord came to me. Mortal, the house of Israel is saying, The vision that he sees is for many years ahead. He prophesies for distant times. Therefore say to them, Thus says the Lord God, None of my words will be delayed any longer, but the word that I speak will be fulfilled, says the Lord God. James chapter 4, verses 11 through 16. Do not speak evil against one another, brothers and sisters. Whoever speaks evil against another or judges another speaks evil against the law and the judges the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver and judge who is able to save and to destroy. So who then are you to judge your neighbor? Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a town and spend a time there, doing business and making money. Yet you do not even know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? 
For you are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, If the Lord wishes, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Good morning and welcome to the 17th Thursday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Iamsville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 25, Ezekiel 12, and James 4. I have to say, um, immediately in Psalm 25, verse 3 stood out to me, um, saying, Do not let those who wait for you be put to shame. Rather, let them be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. And that word wantonly jumps out because uh, last night there were massive protests in Louisville, uh, Kentucky, over the the failure or refusal of a grand jury to bring charges against police officers in Breonna Taylor's death, uh, in connection with her death. And um, the I think only one officer was charged, not necessarily with Breonna Taylor's death, but for wanton endangerment. And this is the officer who, um, from outside the apartment, uh, fired his weapon back into the apartment through windows that had their shades drawn. Um, and uh, I think he's not the individual whose uh, shots were responsible for killing Breonna Taylor, um, but it was such a kind of clear uh, excess, uh, you know, excessive force or, or you know, wanton endangerment. He didn't know who he was firing at. He wasn't doing it on the scene. He was outside the building um, after I think another police officer had been shot by Brianna's boyfriend Kenny, I think, um, in the femoral artery. Um, just one shot was fired by her boyfriend. And the police fired, I think, six or nine shots, I can't remember. And none of those officers are being charged, in part, because uh, the first shot, I think, uh, I think it's kind of a given or accepted that the first shot was by Brandon Taylor's boyfriend. And they fired in response, and then the, the one officer who has been charged with wanton endangerment, he, um, he fired after everybody else from outside the apartment. Um, and it's difficult to, um, to think about this in terms of uh, our morals and even our, our laws. Um, similarly with, um, oh man, the, uh, well, the, um, the individual black man who was in his car sleeping and then shot later who had grabbed the officer's taser and had used it. There's details that make it more complicated than, than you know, a quick assessment allows. Um, the, in Brianna's case, um, it sounds like they didn't have to announce themselves because they had a no-knock warrant. They claimed to have announced themselves, but no one uh, in the building uh, can confirm that they heard them say it at all. I think one person... Um, testified or, or re- reported to journalists that they heard them say their, 
you know, police announced themselves once. Um, and Brianna and Kenny inside, who uh, neither of whom were suspects um, in anything. Rather, Brianna's ex-boyfriend had um, uh, had been involved in things that um, made her apartment kind of connected. Um, and so in the confusion of the moment, Kenny, who's a registered, licensed uh, gun owner, um, people are pounding on his door in the middle of the night, apparently not announcing themselves. He prepares his firearm, and when they open the door, he fires. And the police fire back. They don't know what's going on, and somehow Kenny escapes, I think, without injury, and Brianna Taylor's shot um, multiple times. And so the scripture stood out to me because um, I think I think what that one officer who was charged, what he did was chargeable. Um, I think it was overtly wrong. Um, just from my time in the military, like I can't imagine, while in combat, it's a lot, a lot more flexible. Um, but to show that kind of disregard to, you know, just awareness, situational awareness and... and to fire randomly at a building with people inside um, that you can't see because the blinds are drawn is just incredibly irresponsible and endangering. Um, and I also understand and, and sympathize with um, the, the many uh, protesters and activists and even uh, prominent politicians who have been calling for something, some kind of justice in, the, in Brianna's case. Um, because she was, she was innocent. She, like there was, there's a lot of things that should have, um, interrupted the series of events and didn't. Um, and as a, a, a black woman who shot by mostly white officers, this is a part of a, a trend. And many of us may want to call for shame, uh, on those who are wantonly disregarding their responsibilities as public officials and law enforcement officers. Um, and yet James at the very end hits us with this reminder not to judge one another. Um, and that's uh, it's a very convenient thing to say um, in regards to the police officers. Don't judge them. It feels kind of like a trope uh, about the idea that law enforcement officers or military service members are above the law or are somehow excused because, you know, in the heat of the moment. I'm sorry, I don't buy that. Um, I mean, that's part of our job is to remain cool in the heat of the moment. And if you can't do that, you need to find another job because you're endangering people. Um, but James, um, there's always this complicating call um, to, to, to back down from our eagerness to see things done in ways that satisfy our appetite for justice rather than satisfy um, true justice. Um, the, you know, Brianna's Taylor, Brianna Taylor's apartment never should have been raided uh, based on you know, the evidence that we have. Um, and the officers should, uh, should have you know, announced themselves. No-knock warrants have now been banned, I think, in the state of Kentucky or or there may be legislation for the federal level, I don't remember. Um, but there are certain things that we've allowed law enforcement officers and service members to do um, on paper. We've allowed it. Um, but we know in our heart of hearts that we, that we shouldn't, that justifying 
you know, poor habits and practices um, based on, you know, fear um, doesn't make us, you know, a, a country of laws and order. It makes us a country of, of you know, totalitarianism and domination and, and rule by fear. Um, and I don't, I don't say that lightly. I think it's really important to um, balance things, balance these things, um, uh, to be doers of the law rather than um, uh, just spending all our time judging one another. Um, and it, we're called on to trust that the most egregious evils will be dealt with, um, as well as the most minor evils with the one lawgiver and judge who's able to stay, save and to destroy. Um, you know, and, and one who will not wantonly disregard or endanger human lives, but who knows all and sees all, and therefore can render justice as justice requires rather than our appetite for retaliation or vengeance uh, might call for. A prayer for social justice from the Book of Common Prayer. Grant, O God, that your holy and life-giving spirit may so move every human heart, especially the hearts of the people of this land, that barriers which divide us may crumble, suspicions disappear, and hatred cease, that our divisions being healed, we may live in justice and peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.